I don't think you're a nice person, and here's why. Hey, it's Lucas Grobot, and you're listening to Weaver and Loom. Welcome back to episode 108 of Weaver and Loom, Own the Future, Weaver and Loom, is a Sunday through Thursday daily episode where it's you and me talking about our purpose, talking about how we can reconnect our lives to the purpose of our life through understanding our story, understanding our our personal story, understanding the culture, our environment that we're in, and understanding how we can affect change in the people that we seek to serve. Because everyone, whether you're a mom, whether you're a government official, whether you're an author, or whether you are a mechanic, you are seeking to make a change in the world. You are seeking to add value to the people that you seek to serve. How do we do that? Those three things encompass our purpose. And that is what we talk about here on Weaver and Loom, connecting to our destiny, to our purpose, and own the future, which is a podcast that's made for and by change makers. And that's more of the interview style podcasts that are kicking back up. We just had one this week with Zaina Biswalhi and great, deep, emotional, vulnerable episode, tears. I highly suggest you go back and listen to it. But before we get into any more of that or Enough of all of that. Let's get into today's topic, today's episode on why I don't think you're a nice person and why often I actually am not a nice person as well. So when we think of someone who's nice, um, we often think of ourselves. I think everyone across the world, by and large, thinks that they are a nice person, that they are a good person. But I think that is... I just don't think it's accurate. I don't think the data is there to back it, and here's why. I'm going to start with what I think we are instead of actually being nice or kind or good and uh, with some labels, and then I'm going to define at the end of this episode what I see and what I think a kind or nice person is, what they do, how they act, how they carry themselves in the world. So first... I don't think you're a nice person. I think you could be an opportunist. An opportunist, what is that? An opportunist is nice to people, kind and generous, giving to people who can give back to them. There are, you know, most businesses, and this isn't wrong, most businesses, all businesses are opportunists. They're seeking to serve a demographic that can, they can serve and add value to their life and they can receive something Back, they can receive some sort of financial profit back according to their bottom line. So, are you an opportunist? Are you being kind and nice and generous to people who can return the favor later down the line? That's not being nice. That's being an opportunist. That's being a capitalist. Like, and, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? I am, I am nice and kind and generous to people all the time who in all in all reality i think at some point i'm going to have a positive return on investment a positive roi in that interaction from that person somehow somewhere 
I'm actually being selfish in that moment. And that's okay. That's really okay. But we can't necessarily say like, well, I'm such a nice person because look, I'm helping all these other people who, oh, they're going to turn around and help me. That's being an opportunist. Number two, I don't think you're a nice person. I think you could be a tribalist. What's a tribalist? A tribalist is people who are nice or kind or good to people who are like them and to people who are kind and nice and good towards them. So that means, you know, if I have people around me that look like me, that act like me, are part of my subculture, that are kind and nice to me, I'm going to be kind and nice to them. I'm going to be kind within my tribe, within my my identity politics, within that subcircle that I'm in, where it's mutual. People are being nice to me. I'm being nice to them. But if that's the basis of our kindness, that's the basis of how nice and generous and good we are, then what credit is that to us? Everyone does that. Even mass murderers do that. Even human traffickers do that. Gangbangers do that. Like, the most corrupt individuals in the world do that. That does not give you any sort of credit to your account, to you being a good or kind or nice person. That's like, well, evil, wicked, horrible people do that. That does not set you apart. Being a tribalist does not set you apart. Okay, number three, I don't think you're a nice person, but I think you could be a hypocrite. Ouch. What's a hypocrite? A hypocrite is someone who is nice to people, always wearing that kind of polite face where there's, oh, I'm always just so nice to you and I'm nice to you and I'm nice to you. And then behind their back, they're like, oh, yeah, you know, Fatima, you know, Susan, you know, Jenny, they're real. Oh, yeah. You know, Mohammed, he said this. Oh, Ahmed, he doesn't know this. Oh, you know, it's like it goes on and on and on. It's talking behind people's backs, being a gossiper, being a slanderer, being super kind in person. And then in the second that person leaves the room, it's like, oh, well, did you hear? Oh, that person like that is being hypocritical. You ain't nice. You a hypocrite. You mean you ugly. Now, okay, let's be real. I am at some points in my life, I can I can look back on my life and think, oh yeah, yeah, I'm I'm an opportunist. I do that a lot. Okay, I'm I'm definitely a tribalist. I I'm nice to people who are nice to me. And oftentimes outside of that circle, I don't give a lot of I'm not really generous. I'm not really giving as I should outside of that circle. Okay, I'm hypocrite. I'm a hypocrite. Often I can I catch myself talking negatively about about people behind their backs and I have to stop myself and, and say like, whoa, wait, I'm being hypocritical. I'm slandering, I'm gossiping and that is like toxin that's being spewed out of me all over the person I'm talking to and all over myself and I I have to shut it down within myself and I'm, I'm careful not to engage and uh, enable other people to do that to me because I don't want to be party to it because if I'm letting my friend talk bad about another friend to me, I'm doing the same thing that they're doing. I have become a hypocrite. I don't want to be that. Okay, here's number four. It's kind of the same as number three, but it's well-mannered. That well-mannered person that when you encounter your enemy, where both parties know that you're enemies. You ain't liking each other. You're not friends. 
You hate each other's guts. Rotten, rotten guts. What do you do? You put that, that smile. Oh, hi. It's nice to see you. Oh, oh, hey, buddy. Hey, fr- hey, pal. Hey, buddy. How, how's it going? Oh, yeah. Right? It's that shallow, fake, polite, you know, you're doing the well, you're a well-mannered person. Okay, I'm sorry. Every, like that, if you're not a well-mannered person, then that doesn't mean that you're not nice. It means that you, you like are missing incredible social skills that you need to make it in this world. So if you're well-mannered to your enemies, well, guess what? Like I said before, even the most diabolical people are polite and kind to people that they hate in person, right? But they're holding on to bitterness, which is like acid destroying their life. They're holding on to unforgiveness. Unforgiveness, and I've said it before here, unforgiveness is like drinking poison poison, and expecting the other person to die. Unforgiveness is like, oh, it's so toxic, holding on to those things. Um, it doesn't make you, now it doesn't mean that you're nice if you're, or kind, if you're polite to someone. It means that you have good manners, but there's a lot of people who are horrible, mean, ugly people out there in the world doing truly evil things who have good manners. Manners don't mean nothing. Okay, number five, and this is where we get a little gray, right? We're like, yep, that person for sure isn't nice, but I can find myself in this trap as well. I don't think you're nice. I think you might be an equalizer. What's an equalizer? An equalizer is someone who fights fire with fire. We've heard it, you know, fight fire with fire. Well, that they're doing this to me. Well, I'll show them. I'm going to do it right back to them. They're so mean. They're so bad. That person is so evil. They're so wicked. Da, 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 da. I'm going to fight fire with fire. I got to defend my own. I'll show her. And we fall right into the trap. And what's completely mind-boggling, completely mind-boggling, is that we're calling that person evil. We're calling that person bad and horrible and mean and nasty things. And then we go and actually do what they did to us right back to them. And we think that we are on the right side of history. We think that, well, we're the good person. Don't you have ever, has it ever crossed your mind or ever crossed my mind to think that that person is thinking the exact same thing about you, about me? I've been in situations where I feel like the person is treating me just so, it's like, it's hurtful. It's so painful. But if I stop and I think, okay, how, why are they doing this? How are they perceiving me in this instance? I, I've realized in, in a couple key instances in my life where real painful situations have happened um, between dear friends in my, in my life, um, close friendships, I've realized that that person felt like I actually betrayed them. They're acting in this belief that, you know, I betrayed them, that they are, they are experiencing pain and hurt, that they think that I was the one who did, you know, all these things. When I'm sitting on this side and thinking, well, they're the one that did all these things, right? So, and it goes back to the conversation that we had yesterday 
about intentions, about your intentions don't matter. It's how you behave and carry yourself in the world that matters to, to everyone, to God, to your family, to your spouse, to your kids, to your neighbor, to your friends. How we carry ourselves in the world is far, far more important than whether we meant to hurt someone or not. The fact is we did. So are you an equalizer? Someone that is fighting fire with fire. Calling the other person bad when you're doing the exact same thing. That means that you're not kind. If you don't think they're bad and you're fighting with fire, that means you're just as bad. Okay, wrapping this thing up and bringing it home. So what constitutes a nice or a kind person? How do we, because all these things, they're good. They're, they're like cultural norms, 101, right? Not all of them are good, obviously, but I mean, it's okay to be an opportunity. It's okay to add value to people who can return value. That's not bad. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It just means, well, that's what everyone does. What credit is it to you? Does it doesn't mean you're a person full of grace. Being a tribalist, well, of course you're going to be kind to people who are kind to you, but that doesn't mean that you're something special out there. Okay, being a hypocrite's bad. Being well-mannered is, well, it's kind of bad because you're holding on to unforgiveness. And fighting fire, being an equalizer, that's horrible. Don't do that. I mean, if you are if you find yourself in that place, please reach out to me and let's have a conversation. So number, number six, the definition of a nice and a kind person. I believe, and in my life, I try to walk this out, but it is something that I daily have to come back to and say, am I actually living in this way? And it's this. It is sacrificing for your enemy. What does that mean? It means truly kind, generous, loving people are people who, when they're oppressed, when they're abused, when they're hit, when they're stolen from, they actually give back to their oppressor. They actually when they're cursed, they actually turn around and bless, not in the sarcastic way, not in like, well, I'll show you, I'll be, I'll be extra nice to you, and hopefully that will make you feel horrible, but it's truly like, okay, man, you feel that way about me? How can I, how can I actually serve you and your needs? You're, you're violently against me, you're physically hurting me, you're emotionally hurting me, okay, how can I sacrifice something in my life for your sake that will actually bless you, that will actually be beneficial to your life, that will actually make you say, wow, thank you for this. That is a kind person. It's a kind person, a nice person is giving to someone without getting recognition and credit from, from what your tribal, your tribe around you, your subculture around you, giving and serving people who actually can't give anything back to you. We should make this a, a practice and a habit in our life of giving to people sacrificially. Giving to people who can never return the favor. That is kindness. That is having a measure of grace on your life, a, a measure of generosity on your life. So a person who is kind is a person who forgives. And a person who forgives is a person that gives. It's a person that seeks to bless where they have been wounded 
and cursed and pressed down and oppressed. And if we, if you, right, we we are all a part of a, a massive complex system called the world. But if you and I were agents of change in the world, part of this complex system, start adopting just this singular thought that when we are wronged, we forgive and then we seek to give to that person sacrificially. How can I serve them? How can I bless them? How can I not just be cordial to them when I see them, but how can I actually make a positive difference in their life? If we were to do that, the compounding effects over decades in the world would be monumental. So that's my challenge to you. Don't be just another nice person that really is just one of these five. But be someone who forgives and gives. Someone who forgives their enemies and then seeks to give to people who, one, can't give back to them, and two, have wronged and hurt you in incredibly deep and painful ways. To close this up, one last thought. This all, truth, right? Truth always sits in tension. It doesn't, it's just not one side of the pendulum or the other, but there's two sides that are held in tension. The tension point to this is don't throw your pearls before swine. What does that mean? It means don't entrust yourself to people who are seeking to abuse you. Essentially, it means have boundaries in your life. Live a boundaried life. And it's through living in a boundaried life, through being able to say no, that we're actually able to step into this. So if you find yourself in situations where you're being physically or emotionally abused, before you can try to give to that person, you have to find your boundaries. You have to find your place of health and wholeness. And, and with that comes forgiveness in there. But it, it, I'm not just saying let people run you over. But I am saying when people run you over, learn how to have a healthy, healthy boundaries in your life where people aren't just taking advantage of you. Find those boundaries and then seek to bless those people in incredibly sacrificial and radical ways. That is all for today's episode of Weaver and Loom. Please share this with one friend today, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your best friend. Share it with one person today and say, hey, let's go on a challenge. Let's go on a 30-day challenge to live in this way and see what happens. Just even a week, see what happens if you begin to live out of giving and forgiving. In closing, I'm Lucas Grobot. You are a change maker, and this is where destiny is woven.